back with you. It feels like it's been forever because it kind of has. I'm so sorry. I never mean for that to happen and I mentioned it in my last podcast, I believe, that my dad got a knee replacement so he was home for about three months, I think. I don't know if any of you guys work from home but for some reason when my dad was home, I had zero motivation to get work done and especially with the podcast because not that I have stage fright or that I'm afraid he's listening to me or that I'm talking about anything bad, obviously, but it just, I think I act different when I know someone is listening to me in the next room and it kind of doesn't feel just as genuine when I know that there's a set of ears next door that's like listening. I don't know. No shade to my dad, but... (laughs) He's back at work now. He recovered very well. It was a tough recovery, but he got through it. He did his physical therapy and everything, and now he's back at work. So you know what that means. The podcast is back. I have still been posting on the Weekly Wellness Shot Instagram. It's at Weekly Wellness Shot, and I've been posting a lot of reels over there, and people seem to be really liking them. So if you're ever missing the podcast throughout the week, go check the Instagram. I post a lot of fun stuff over there. I feel like I need to do a life update because it's been so long. What has happened? So my last podcast that I uploaded on this account was actually on my birthday, October 13th. So since we last spoke, I have turned 25. And then with the holidays and everything being so chaotic, I think that's why my new year has been off to such a slow start because the holidays take so much out of me. Both of my sisters live out of town. Okay, I have two sisters. One is single, just her, and then the other one is married with two kids and a giant dog. (laughs) And for Christmas and Thanksgiving and pretty much every holiday, they both drive in from out of town and stay at my house. I have to give up my bedroom. We have to clean the whole house top to bottom every time because my mom forgets that my sisters grew up here. Like, they know what it looks like when it's not always perfectly clean, but She treats them like guests. She acts like this is a bed and breakfast, a hotel, so everything is spotless. We have to give up our bedrooms so that they have somewhere to sleep. It's so chaotic and it really just takes it out of me. I don't know. So I spend the month of January pretty much recuperating and getting back into it. But I have been working on my New Year's resolutions and goals and things like that. But the reason why I feel like my New Year is off to a slow start is because I haven't made my vision board yet. I know. It's almost February. I think when you're listening to this, it is February. (laughs) I always post a YouTube video of me making my vision board. It's just something that I love to look back on. Even if those videos got zero views, I would still do them every single year because I love making those videos and watching other people make their vision boards and see what their goals are. And then it's so fun to reflect back on last year's vision board. So I haven't done that yet, but that is on my to-do list for tomorrow. Fingers crossed, please. I need to get that done because it's stressing me out. But other than that, my new year has really been off to a good start. I don't know. Are we over new year content? I mean, like I said, it's February now. (laughs) Do you guys want to know my resolutions or are we over that chapter? Let me know. Actually, don't because I'm going to tell you anyways. I just think at any time of the year, it's fun and motivating to hear other people's goals. So I'll tell you mine. I don't have like a full list or anything. I'm just going to tell you about the habits that I've been implementing in my life that have made me feel a lot better and have made me a lot happier. Number one is my posture. 
my posture is so bad and I actually didn't have any pains or anything from it. I know a lot of people say that they always have a sore back or sore neck or sore shoulders from their posture being so horrible. Personally, I was fine. (laughs) But I've seen one too many photos where I look hunched over that I decided I need to make a change because I truly it's not even like you know when i'm sitting down over my computer and people normally hunch in that position it's even when i'm like walking around the house walking around the store so after seeing some photo of me hunched over i decided i'm gonna start working on my posture i was gonna buy one of those shoulder straps to wear that holds your shoulders back from amazon but i couldn't find one with great reviews that i wanted to spend the money on so i decided first i'm gonna try and fix my posture without using one of those tools because realistically i feel like i might not wear that that often if it's like a hassle to put on and like strap on i might not do it (laughs) so i thought i would just try all natural first and see how that works and I have noticed such a big improvement already. It's as simple just as when I'm walking around as soon as I stand up I make sure my shoulders are back and then I just kind of focus on holding them there and I do fail all the time and get into my hunched over position again but now since I've been working on correcting it so much that when I'm hunched over I actually feel uncomfortable. I'm starting to feel pain now from being hunched over. It feels like my upper back in between my shoulder blades just feels kind of like heavy and painful and then it immediately corrects me into being like, oh, I need to stand up straight. So that is something really easy and great that I have been implementing into my days since the new year started. Another one is trying to lower my stress levels and my cortisol. This isn't something that can really be measured either unless I do tests maybe, I don't know. But I've just noticed that I'm very stressed out all the time. I always act like I'm running out of time to do things, not even in life, also in life, but even just in my day. Like for example, I was really stressed out because it's currently 2.15 and my mom gets home from work at three. So I have to have the podcast done before three when she gets home or else my dog starts barking and it's too loud. So I was kind of rushing all day, putting so much pressure on myself to get so much stuff done. And then I just kind of took a step back and was like, I'm getting so stressed out for no reason. Worst case scenario, I can record the podcast tomorrow. If my mom gets home, then whatever. Like, it's just not a big deal. It's not a life or death situation, and it's not worth raising my stress levels over. So that's something I'm just trying to be mindful of when I get kind of stressed out about little things. Another thing that I've been doing is cycle syncing, which is changing your eating habits and lifestyle and workouts based on what phase of your menstrual cycle that you're in and I've just been learning a lot more. I'm still learning as I go about how women's hormones are so different than men's hormones obviously and our cycles. Women's is 28 days and we have points where we have much more energy and lower energy and foods that we can be giving our body during each of those phases that will help and can even lessen period symptoms and cramping. So I'm still doing research, of course, and I'm learning as I go, but I have seen a lot of TikToks on that and I've been doing my own research on the internet and I think it's kind of a trend a lot of people are starting right now and I think it's really great that we are learning more about our bodies, but that'll be it for now. I shared three habits that I've been implementing since the new year. I don't want to overwhelm you here, but 
If you want to know more, go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe so that you will see my vision board video when it comes out. There I'll be sharing all of my goals for the new year and also doing a reflection on last year's vision board and how much I've accomplished on it because... It's actually insane. I think this is the most I've ever accomplished on a vision board in my whole life. But now we can get into our segments of the week. We'll start out with what I'm drinking today, and I'm drinking a Chamberlain chocolate matcha with chocolate cold foam. A lot of C's going on in that sentence, but I actually don't think that Chamberlain coffee makes chocolate matcha anymore. I think it was a seasonal promotion. I'm so sorry about, but you could still make the chocolate cold foam that I put on top and use their regular matcha, of course, or their vanilla matcha is year-round, and that's also really amazing. So I did film a TikTok of me making that drink. If you want to check it out, I have all of my socials linked in the show notes. People are really loving my matcha videos, so I try to post those at least like once a week. And of course, I have a a big 40 ounce water next to me. I got a Stanley cup for Christmas and I have been drinking so much water since I got one. Before that, I was using a 24 ounce tumbler to just drink a lot of water. Since the 40 ounce, I'm drinking like double the amount now. My high of the week is that I started reading again and specifically, I started reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have read this book before, I think it was about a year ago, and you just feel so motivated after you read this book. It teaches you the importance of habits, creating habits, habit stacking, how you can become 1% better every day. It really is one of the best self-help books that I've ever read, so I am rereading it because I figure why not start the year with a little kick and motivate myself to work on my habits again. Next, my current favorite I would have to say is tongue scraping. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I got a tongue scraper off of Amazon and if you don't know, it's basically a metal contraption that you like scrape across your tongue. It's really gross and disgusting, but it gets off so much bacteria that can be causing gut issues. And it helps with if you have bad breath, it helps you taste food better. It has a lot of benefits, but I just love doing it in the morning after you're sleeping all night and you probably have so much gross bacteria growing in your mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> not to gross you out, but I just feel so much cleaner after I scrape my tongue. Maybe it's placebo effect. I don't know. I really don't think so though because it's kind of nasty. But now to get into the main topic of today's episode, it is lucky girl syndrome. I have been diagnosed with lucky girl syndrome and if you don't know what that is, I'm going to tell you all about it. If you're not on TikTok, it's a trend that has been going around I think since the new year about lucky girl syndrome and what that is is basically just believing that you you are a lucky girl to your core. Bad things don't happen to you. You're so lucky. Money falls into your lap. Amazing things happen to you every day. And the only explanation is that you're so lucky. So just telling yourself that every day and getting yourself in the mindset that you are a lucky girl, you will be a lucky girl. I think this is one of the healthiest trends that I have seen come about on TikTok. I'm going to get slightly off topic here, but I have just become so bored with TikTok and I want to know if any of you guys are at the same place. I think ever since the trend of de-influencing, which is basically not believing everything an influencer promotes to you because a lot of times they're paid to say that they love something. But I've just been reevaluating TikTok and how much time I spend on it. And I've also noticed some creators that I used to 
love their content, I now just scroll right past them immediately. And there's no hate to any of those influencers. I think it's just the fact that we consume so many TikToks just in one sitting, in one session on TikTok, and we're not building a real bond with any of these people that we start to like kind of because their videos are so short that we just kind of get bored of seeing the same thing over and over or we're just not really interested. And I don't know, it's really just making me reevaluate TikTok and now I've only been following wellness creators. I try to take note of what grabs my attention on my For You page and what videos I actually enjoy watching and feel better after watching. And they're usually always wellness creators, people going to the gym and their morning routine and workout and just the wellness lifestyle because for me that feels motivating and it's just nice to see and I don't leave those videos feeling bad about myself or sad or anything like that. So I'm trying to really switch my TikTok content and for you page to be more wellness based because I think that those are the things that we should be seeing every day. But let me know if you're feeling the same way. But back to Lucky Girl Syndrome, that's just one of the videos that I see or trends that I see come up and I feel so good after watching those videos and seeing these men or women feeling confident that they are lucky. So it's actually Lucky Girl slash Boy Syndrome. Lucky Syndrome. (laughs) So if you do some digging into Lucky Syndrome, you will quickly find out that it is just manifestation pretty much and having a positive mindset like attracts like in this world. So if you truly believe that you are living a life of abundance and you have everything you could ever need, you feel grateful every day and you know what's for you will not pass you, that good things just happen to you, then that is what you're going to attract more of into your life. I've done a whole episode on manifestation if you want to really learn more, but if you are living a life of lack where you're feeling negative all the time and comparing yourself to other people, saying, why do they have that and I don't? I wish I had that. I'll be happy when I have that. That's a lack mindset. You're constantly reminding yourself of things that you don't have and you're not grateful for the things that you do have. And that is a negative emotion and it can attract more negativity into your life. And you're also almost looking for negativity. It's easy to spot a yellow car when you're looking for a yellow car. It's so easy to think that the sky is falling with every little small inconvenience that happens to you instead of just brushing over it and moving on to the next thing and making your day better. So I am here to diagnose you with lucky girl syndrome. Good things just happen to you. You're walking down the street and you just find a $20 bill on the floor. That just would happen to you because you're such a lucky girl that we wouldn't even be surprised if that happened. It's like those friends that when something great happens to them, you're like, of course that happened to you. You're so lucky, but about yourself. And we're not going to be negative when it does happen to other people like, oh, of course that would happen to you. We're going to be like, wow, that's amazing that that happened. Good for you. The more positive energy that you put out into the world, the more you will get back. Your whole mindset will switch from being a negative Nancy to just a happy, positive, always looking on the bright side type of person. And if you are a negative Nancy right now, that is okay. I think that's almost like how our brain is wired. We always just kind of dwell on the negatives of our day. But with some rewiring and 
maybe some meditation, some learning, reading about manifestation and lucky girl syndrome, you can easily switch your mindset to focus on the good things instead of the bad things. A book that I would recommend reading if you want to learn more about manifestation is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne or Rhonda Burns. I don't have the book with me, but I have read it and there's an original and also a second book and I've read both and they were both amazing. There's also a documentary on maybe Amazon. You'll have to look it up and it's just called The Secret and they interview all of these people and how manifestation has worked for them and changed their life and it's just so crazy. So that is definitely something I would check out if you want to learn more. Another resource for you would be YouTube. I have never found really a bad manifestation video on YouTube. They are all very insightful and helpful, and even if they're only sharing stories of things that they have manifested, that still just raises your vibration into believing in manifestation and that you could do it yourself too. When you see other normal people accomplishing their goals using manifestation, it's telling your brain that that could be you. You could do the same thing if you take those same steps. But I am just sitting here looking out my window right now and it is full-on blizzarding. It has been full-on blizzarding all day and I need to go shovel. Not that I'm in a rush, I'm not. I'm not raising my stress over this, but I think I should get out and shovel before it gets even worse because it is snowing nonstop. But thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow Weekly Wellness Shot on Instagram and I will talk to you next week. Bye.